Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Nothing About You Says Computer Technology, a podcast about cybersecurity and data privacy viewed through the lens of diverse voices. Today we'll be talking about cybersecurity in the news, and we also have some Protect Your Neck news. Next, we'll discuss the Fifth Circuit's recent decision in Missouri versus Biden. Then finally, we'll be handing out a cybersecurity award. I'm your host, Anthony, a cybersecurity, data privacy, and regulatory attorney based in Oklahoma City. While I am a lawyer, I am not your lawyer, and this podcast should not be considered legal advice. Instead, think of this as a conversation between two friends. But if you need legal advice, please, please, please find a local attorney that can help you. So let's turn our attention to some news stories. Our first story comes from the Washington Post. CLOP, the ransomware group behind the massive Move It ransomware attack, has developed a way of pressuring its victims to pay. So typically, after a ransomware attack, the criminals list the names of the victims on the dark web. And then if they don't receive a payment, they leak that information on the dark web. Well, to access the dark web is a little challenging. To access the dark web, you have to use a special Tor browser. Now Klopp has announced that it will begin publishing victims' data via torrents, which is a faster and easier means than using a Tor browser. But experts have said that this new method exposes the criminal group and allows law enforcement to learn more about the group's infrastructure and methods. The Wall Street Journal is reporting that the Chinese government is pouring billions of dollars into a global disinformation campaign, according to a new report from the State Department. So what's exactly going on? China is using a number of different strategies, including using online bots and trolls, filing lawsuits against people critical of the Chinese companies, providing content to media companies in Latin America and Africa, and even getting articles written by fake authors published in influential papers. This has led to efforts by social media companies like Meta to have to take down thousands of social media accounts linked to the Chinese government. It's important that we recognize these disinformation attempts and be hypervigilant and take efforts to verify the information that we receive for accuracy. Our final story comes from the Washington Post. While Congress has stepped up to at least temporarily avoid a government shutdown for 45 days, the possibility of a shutdown has the potential to adversely affect our country's cybersecurity. According to reporting from the Washington Post, if there was a government shutdown, CISA would keep only 571 of its over 3,000 employees. This is because a large number of CISA's employees would be considered non-exempt employees. But what would that mean for our security? During this 45-day period, experts are asking the agency to find out ways to increase the number of potential employees that would be eligible to work and protect our cybersecurity during any government shutdown. We also have some Protect Your Neck news. During this segment, we'll be talking about current scams you should be aware of and other vulnerabilities that you need to address. Think of this as a Patch Tuesday and a cyber incident report rolled all into one. 
According to Bleeping Computers, Apple has released another emergency security update. This time, the patch will address a new zero-day vulnerability flaw affecting iPhones and iPads. This marks the 17th zero-day vulnerability fixed this year by Apple. So if you have an iPhone or an iPad, it's important that you don't click ignore and install this update. So please, please, please stay safe out there. Or as the Wu-Tang Clan tells us, watch your step, kid, and protect your neck. So now on to our main story. The Fifth Circuit can't make up its mind. Earlier this week, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit, a federal appeals court, reversed its previous decision and now says that CISA, the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, likely violated the First Amendment when communicating with social media companies by allegedly pressuring the companies into removing misinformation and disinformation. Previously, the court had excluded CISA from an injunction that limited a number of federal agencies and their officials from communicating with social media platforms. So what exactly is going on? Well, the state of Missouri and Louisiana filed a lawsuit against the Biden administration, claiming that the government's contact with social media companies to request the removal of alleged misinformation was actually a violation of free speech and was a backdoor way of censoring conservative viewpoints. As part of this lawsuit, the Fifth Circuit issued an initial injunction against the White House, the FBI, and key government health agencies that would stop these agencies from contacting social media services to request the blocking of material, uh, with the exception of material involving illegal activity. These government agencies are accused of violating the First Amendment by improperly influencing tech companies and their decisions about removing or limiting posts related to the 2020 election and the coronavirus pandemic. In the court's most recent updated appellate order, the judges expanded the number of agencies impacted by injunctions to include CISA. The court explained in this new order that the agency was the primary facilitator of the FBI's interaction with social media companies and that the agency worked closely with the FBI to push the platforms to change their moderation policies to cover hack and leak content. So let's put these First Amendment concerns aside for just a moment. What impact will this case and this current injunction have on the upcoming 2024 election? Most certainly, the Supreme Court will be asked to grapple with this case. But how should courts balance our freedom of speech with protecting the public and our elections from disinformation that attempts to manipulate or even discourage voting? Our final segment today is our cybersecurity wards. This week's award is the Hold Up, Wait a Minute. Even AI got a practice cloning Kendrick. The Double Entendre, the Encore Remnant, I Bop Like Tin Man, the Opsneed Tin Mans. These are a few bars from Kendrick Lamar in the remix to Beyonce's America Has a Problem. 
In the song, Kendrick talks about how AI will have a hard time copying his style. However, Ghostwriter, the person behind several viral AI songs, including a hit song using the AI voices of Drake and The Weeknd, announced that it probably isn't that hard. And he has submitted his most popular song for Grammy consideration. How we deal with AI and the content that it makes is going to be a big question for the future. Thank you so much for joining us today on Nothing About You Says Computer Technology. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also visit the show's website at nothingaboutyou.com. I'm your host, Anthony, and I'll see everyone next week.